Hello, my friends, and welcome to the week 13 edition of the Sunday Night Rundown. With me, as always, we've got Jolly Justin. We've got Jolly TJ. TJ Justin, how are you this Sunday evening? Doing doing all right. Doing all right. Eagles continue to prove. I think they're uh, the be- best team in the league here. The Bucks continue to improve or, or prove that they just are not very good at football anymore. Just, you know, Purdy just taking it to them. Steelers, a little, little injury to the QB. Got to hate to have to see Mitch Trubisky coming back into the mix. He came in and slung it, though, man. He was. He did. He was going to throw it around, and somebody was going to catch it, whether it was the other team or our team. He didn't really care, but he he let it rip, that's for sure. So it was interesting to see. Yeah, sure. Eagles, uh, Eagles just purely purely dominating right now. 12-1, and one, fly Eagles fly. Smash All the momentum it. in the world heading into uh, the best part of the season. Let's just say there were a lot of uh, QB injuries today, actually. So Tyler Huntley, Russell Wilson, Pickens, um, or Pickett, not Pickens. Um, yeah, all three of those were kind of pretty noteworthy. Yeah, I thought today, at least looking at the scores, I thought yeah, a lot of – there was so much talk about Minnesota-Detroit Detroit being a, a favorite. And, man, the Lions just seem to be a good football team right now. They're uh, they're, they're definitely got something going up there in, in Detroit. I didn't get a chance to watch too much of the game. I saw Jefferson put up a huge line. I saw you put some uh, commentary about – he had like a missed touchdown or something like that. Is that right, Justin? I saw you put some commentary in the Discord. Yeah, he may have stepped out. Um, they – Said that he did, but like on replay, maybe he actually didn't. I don't know. It was kind of tough to see. Um, but if he didn't step out, that would have been another like probably 30 plus yards at a touchdown um, to go with his what 200 plus yards. He's now had like three games this year that were all 180, 190 plus yards. I think he's going to be the clear. I think he's going to be the 1.01 in drafts next year. The only reason or way that he wouldn't be is if San Francisco was going into the year with Christian McCaffrey and basically said like, Hey, there was no Elijah Mitchell, no TDP, no, no. I mean, they'll have TDP, but like they basically just said like, Hey, Christian is our main guy. Then maybe Sam C could be the one dot one. Um, but I think it's going to be JJ. Or is Kelsey going to fall or is the, That's the nice. age factor just going to keep, we're just going to, we're going to push it back to the end of the first round again. And then Probably. we'll just smash again. He had a, mediocre game today but i feel like like whenever i go through my underdog teams it's like every team that i have that's advancing is like my kelsey like so many kelsey teams like he was yeah, definitely I mean, his advance rate his advance rate right now is obviously extremely high um just because all the other tight ends are just complete crap but he's 33 years old he's gonna turn 34 next year you um i don't know it this just feels like the perfect storm for kansas city where no other wide receiver has either been able to stay healthy or step up. Um, and like, you got to assume going forward, like they haven't had a running back either. Like what Jerry McKinnon was their best pass catcher day, 120 yards or so, two touchdowns. Um, I think that's just why Travis Kelsey's done so well. Yeah. I was trying to, uh, I was trying to get to the, our, our old friend, friend 538 in the projections for playoffs um, because I was looking at the Jacksonville game. I don't know, Justin, if you've seen, but Jacksonville percent chance to make the playoffs. I feel like they got to be one of the hotter teams over the course of the last couple couple of weeks. Do they have any shot to get in the playoffs? No. Instead, yeah, okay. 
Uh, I saw the I saw the record, and they were cha- they were chasing their own division, but they look like they look like they're three games back. So, yeah, they're fifteen percent right now. Um, even the Titans being seven and six, the Titans are still eighty-seven percent to make the playoffs. Um, yeah, that division's just you know so basically closed off after the Titans. So they'll they'll be able to walk the walk their way in. They also still have a game against Houston. Like they'll still pick up a couple more games. Um. But uh, in the NFC, things got a little more wide open today with the Bucks losing, with Carolina beating Seattle. So both Bucks and Seattle took a you know a dip in their uh, probability odds. Panthers even went up a little, maybe in contention now. Um, God, that NFC South is just so. Ugly. I was just I was just looking at that. Literally, all teams below five hundred. Bucks leading the way, six and seven. <laughs> Panthers obviously getting the getting the win today. So that was that was a pretty big game, one that uh, we did, one that I didn't see coming. That's for sure. With how good Seattle has been, and and Seattle's remaining schedule, they've got San Francisco and Kansas City. So not a not the easiest of games remaining for them. No, Seattle dropped to like 50-something, 55%. Bucks are 74. Yeah. And then Jets and Rams. But, okay, so two easier ones to finish. But, yeah, things are a little little open up towards the bottom of the standings now. Yeah. The Commanders? The NFC East just representing. Um, Yeah, that that tie was pretty eventful. so you've got commanders at 73%, giants at 44%. Um, and then, cause like the lions actually could have had a shot at it, but when that, when it went commanders and giants tied last week, it really hurt the lions. They'd be sitting at like 40% to make the playoffs had the commanders and giants, at least one of them lost. How, what's the path? What's the path for the lions? Just trying to put all this together. They got the, they got the jets and the, Panthers in the next couple of weeks. So I think they could they could definitely get some wins there, build build some momentum that they've got going on. But I guess they need to they need to sneak in, obviously, under the into into the wild card, I, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, they basically have to win out mm-hmm. and the Vikings need to have no, it's not the Vikings that they would they'd be taking one of the wild card spots. Yeah. Um, yeah, they would be like battling for one of the last wild card spots, it seems. Yeah, even winning out is ten and seven. If they lose just one of those games, they drop down to less than like forty percent chance to make the playoffs. So possible, but very tough. Yeah, I was looking also at Rumble. This team, I, I had to only put one team in from from a, from a fantasy perspective this week on DFS, and and I was basically just begging for PMR after the after the first half or her first three quarters of the games. And you know, looking at the Rumble scoreboards, it, it's pretty low right now from a from a top score perspective. Looks like them in the main event, one eighty five point nine eight is at the top. Usually, we're seeing something over two hundred. Obviously, still have the game tonight to play in the Monday night game, but um, you know, pretty pretty lower scores I'd say across the board. It seems like. I mean, even the game going on right now uh, was an over-under of 55 points. And unless Justin Herbert throws a touchdown right here, which maybe he just did. Yeah, it looks like he just did. <laughs> uh, that's the first you know, p- points of the game right there. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see whether this comes in, turns into the shootout that at least was projected. What was the over-under here? You said 54. Um, actually, so Chargers had a field goal for that. Uh, 55 was the over-under last I saw. Uh, okay. 
yeah, I saw Chargers get it. We're getting three and a half at home. That seemed like an interesting, interesting line. Obviously, Miami can score with the best of them, but it's going to be interesting to see how the game plans out. Plans out, plays out. Yeah, no, Rumble, Eckler, and Tyreek Hill are super owned. So definitely a lot of Rumble relevance there. I'm sure we'll see the leaderboard be shaken up depending on how those guys do. Yeah, it looks like there's a, a few people with uh, with Eckler at least in the in the main event that are chasing and up pretty high in the top ten of the leaderboard. So a uh, little bit of a sweat into Sunday night, and then obviously into tomorrow night's game. Um, tomorrow, maybe what is it that the Arizona New England? Yep. So maybe some Ramondre. Uh, he's obviously been very hot with Damian Harris being out. I can't think of really anyone else on New England that's going to be played much on the Arizona side. Maybe some Hopkins, maybe some Kyler, maybe a James Conner or something. But my guess is Ramondre is probably the highest owned player in that game. Yeah, I think my, my feeling is that we'll have a pretty, pretty good idea by tomorrow who's going to be locking up the Rumble scores with not as much action in the, the Monday night games with those guys. Yeah. We'll be breaking it all down tomorrow morning for sure. And then we'll be off to Atlantic City, fellas. Hey. Anyone out there that's in the in the area, we're going to be posting up at the Tropicana tomorrow night in the sports book, watching the Monday night football game. Me, Justin Coop, Neil, we'll all be there. So, uh, yeah, if anyone happens to be in the area and you want to come hang out. Excited to see you boys in time. person. Excited to do some 2023 planning. Excited to uh, – Get get to get to see each, each other in the in the flesh. It, it's been been a little bit of time, so uh, it'll be exciting to get the group together. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So we are going up there for our 2023 planning session. A lot of Jolly Joker stuff, a lot of OTM stuff, and basically just going to talk through kind of most strategic and then uh, prioritization and planning wise. Um, so a lot of conversations will be about Simwin, about some of the other partnerships that we have upcoming, maybe about kind of where. Um, where Neil's time and kind of the, you know, our, our larger family of kind of dev support and stuff where they're, where the focus really should be. Um, so I'm, I'm excited just to kind of map out what we're looking at. We've got a lot of great ideas, a lot of kind of stuff in motion for next year, but just to kind of, um, you know, Hey, we're, 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 see you guys all in person. I'm excited for that. Uh, there's one thing that I'm not excited for and TJ knows, but um, I don't know how, I don't know if Coop and Neil are in on this, so I'm not going to say anything, but not happy. <laughs> Man, I feel like I feel, I feel like I well, the schedule is sort of unknown, so I feel like that's just going to be a little bit of an excitement factor for me. Yeah, schedule is pretty unknown. Airtight. Shout out Vince Carter, man. Shout out you. I'm in Canada, but I come to an IRL event at some point. Yeah, looking to do more IRL stuff, trying to do stuff where, you know, our group is gathering and we got a couple of people. Josh Allen, I'm close, but not close enough to get away. I know, I know, how, I know how this, uh, I know how this can be. Sometimes it can be hard to get away, but um, yeah, trying to let people know when we are uh, around or when we're all together and trying to get together and, and uh, do some IRL stuff with the community. TJ, are you coming down to Miami? Did you decide? For Top Shot? Yeah. I have not officially decided one way or the other yet. Um, maybe. Yes. All the, they're in what? Portland. Uh, Portland right now it's for the tour. So, yeah. Had, I, I guess I'd say I'm, I'm a maybe a bit. I was hoping that we could get some like travel comp and stuff. Doesn't seem like that's <laughs> necessarily going to be the case. So, uh, we'll see. But looks fun. In real life stuff, I mean, that's definitely, definitely important and definitely uh, want to get more involved in all of that. 
Portland looked pretty legit. Looks like they had around 200 people to the game, which I think was yesterday. And then today was kind of the more like top shot festivities and such. Um, so just saw some of the pictures that were going on Twitter. looks like a pretty good time there. Uh, I'll be down at the one in Miami, which is the uh, week after New Year's. TJ's a maybe. Um, got a couple other people that I know that will be down there as well, both Jolly Jokers and some non. So looking forward to uh, seeing more people. Definitely IRL stuff needs to keep happening, whether it's Jokers, whether it's OTM, whether it's uh, the larger kind of Dapper Labs or Simwin or anything else. Um, we're excited to kind of continue doing those. 100%. Yeah, the IRL stuff is is huge. I love the connectivity. the The Portland stuff that they that they had uh, had going on seemed seemed pretty cool. And I know TJ has b- made a video. One of the things I didn't even realize that is is that Top Shot's been building some some in real life courts uh, too. I think is is Miami set for the next one, or did they decide the next location to each that next one they were doing? Mm. I think it was between Miami. They're and they're hosting a vote. They're hosting a vote. Yeah, I saw that. One that, of the, one really of the cool. options was New Orleans. I voted for New Orleans since that's <laughs> our, uh, our Jolly Jokers sim win team. But yeah, I don't that, think New Orleans nice. was doing very well in the vote. I don't know if they finalized it yet or not. But yeah, Nine Lives Lounge Arena. Got to rep, rep the NLL. Because the first was Orlando, right? Yeah, yeah. there's already one in Orlando. and then legit. They were doing a vote between the four cities. Uh, yeah, Dallas won. So it's gonna be in Dallas. Yep. Oh, Dallas ended up winning. Yeah, I thought yep. I thought there was a couple of cities that were pretty close. Dallas I was just was the winner. So I was just thinking. Did, um, go ahead, Justin. I was gonna say, how'd football and everything go for everyone today? Um, can kind of transition into that. Just, I um not not a great day, not a great day. Henry and Paul, Henry and yeah. Paul both started so strong, like straight not out nothing. the gates. Two touchdowns, Pollard touchdown, Henry, a hundred and hundred and twenty-five yards, hundred plus yards or whatever it was in the first quarter for Derrick Henry, and then gets legit two yards in the second half. Um, so incredibly tilting. Joe Joe Mixon gets uh, vultured by P Ryan for a touchdown. Uh, finishes like two yards or four yards short of the bonus. Um, uh, it was a bit of a tilting, slow, slow grind, slow tilt uh, day. It was. It was just it seemed like a good start, and then it just nothing really happened. Just kind of bled I out. Should- I should have told you guys that I, I had Henry Pollard in, in my in my one team that I built for a single Wow, Coop's firing? Pollard. And then I, I firing? Had, I, I didn't even really honestly oh, sweat my anything. Tyree so Hill. Had, oh, my. oh, my Tyreek Hill. How many yards was it? I just saw him running in the end zone. Yeah, I just saw him like walking into the end zone. <laughs> 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 it looked like it must have been very long. Three plays, 75-yard drive. My guess is this is like a 60-yarder. Uh, from the 40, yeah, 60, 50, 60. 57 Wait, yard touch, 57 what? yard touchdown. No, it's a touchdown. Wait, what happened? Oh, oh it was fumble? a fumble, and Tyreek Hill picks up the fumble. And no then way. So, what does that do? Get him six points? That's probably going to be a pain in the ass on the stack correction. <laughs> and then he just picks it up and runs. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't think those yards count for anything. It's just a it's just a touchdown, basically. Um. Yeah, I think that's just going to be six-point touchdown. 
57-yard fumble recovery. Yeah, so he'll just get the six points. Because this happened the other week with who else did this? There was one that happened. Someone picked it up in the end zone recently, yeah. Oh, that was um that was a dude from that from Tennessee, the wide receiver from Tennessee. He picked up Henry's long touchdown. Uh, Yeah, Traylon Burks uh, picked up Henry's fumble in in the end zone for for the first touchdown of the game. Yeah, that that one was nuts. This one is definitely a lot different. Obviously, picks it up and goes 57 yards. Oh, that's hilarious. Ah, Tua has nine pass attempts, seven targets at Tyreek, only two for 13. Ah, zero days. Their stat sheet looks ugly, but uh, when you throw in a 57-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. <laughs> Ridiculous. Very Tyreek. One more one more score, and that uh that over-under is look, looking pretty looking pretty good. It's just crazy when you can get up the up and down the field in one 60 yards in one play, how it can change those, the uh the feeling yeah, of that. That's speeds sure. up the game. Those happen pretty quickly. Yeah. Um all right. Uh, otherwise, MVP, uh, I think that's most interesting. Right now, with Jalen Hurts, maybe becomes the favorite after this week. But, like, Patrick Mahomes is you – know, he's been the favorite going into it. They still got the win today, even though he had three interceptions, which I think is the same as, like, basically Jalen Hurts has had all year. Um, and Mahomes has a very easy rest-of-season schedule. I don't know. That's going to be an interesting race between those two. Uh, very well-deserving, obviously, for both. Jalen, Jalen. The problem, Jalen's biggest issue is that the rest of the team is too good. So he gets less of the credit for, for the Eagles being so good. Whereas with Mahomes, or, like. Maybe that's why, like, maybe Mahomes might be more deserving. Like, but yeah. <laughs> too good. Tyler, Hunt, Tyler Huntley would probably be winning these games on that Eagles team. <laughs> Oh man, this is this is taking me back to the whole like uh, Baker Mayfield or X person at this point. It's, uh, it's taking Baker, me back to yeah. that. Baker and once it was Baker, Baker versus once. once. Yeah, that's right. Jalen yeah. extremely talented. Jalen is fantastic this year, and if he wins MVP, it's well. He's definitely. It's like it was funny. He was like the question mark going into the season was like, ooh, like can Jalen do it? Is he the guy? And he's uh, definitely gotten the top point one percent of. Possible expectations. Definitely did not expect him to be playing this well. And I mean, the team is just like top to bottom looking super strong. I still have some receipts with uh, one one of the very few fantasy leagues I'm still in. But uh, oh, no, it wasn't. It was our old league, TJ. I had Jalen Hurts. And uh, one of the guys in our league was basically saying like Jalen was dust. And I had him as a $3 keeper. And I was like, Still holding on to this because that was literally last year. And he's like, no, Jalen's not even going to be the quarterback this year. And now, literally, he's the MVP. He's Maybe. he's like QB one, and uh, should have played him over Josh Allen. That's for sure. Yeah, never again. All right. Never again. Should we um have a little fun? Do a playoff best ball draft? Answer Sergeant Stogie's question about um. Hand <laughs> I just I just saw that I was uh, we we definitely well, why don't you fire up the draft I, and then I I can toss out this very important question that that Stogie has needs to settle an argument with him and his wife and he asks do the majority of men use hand or face lotion regularly I know uh, I can answer it and say that I'm I'm probably a one to two times a week person for putting 
face sunscreen on that my my wife religiously purchases and tells me I need to put face sunscreen on. So I put it on maybe once or twice a week at most in the summertime. Definitely a little bit more, but now that it's December, I'm always sunscreen. Like, it's like yeah, moisturizing sunscreen basically, mm. but it's supposed to be for like daily use. So I don't know if that was the intent of the question, but yeah. either way, so we're not talking about sunscreen. It, sunscreen. It's, it's, it's lotion. Who combines them? It's lotion. Yeah, yeah. I think the answer is no. Most yeah, I, I think the answer is definitely no. The only time I put lotion on is because my wife like put too much on our hands or something. She goes, here, take this. I put, I'll, I'll lotion up like my arms and stuff sometimes in the winter when I get dry, but definitely no like face lotion. We just go outside and it's like moist. It's mm, good. Yeah, that's true. You don't even, you don't even need that. You no, need the face get, sunscreen, get, dude. You can get cold Florida. out here. I'll do chat. I'll bring chapstick when I come up to Philly and Jersey this next week. But uh, no, gonna need it. It's gonna be cold. Bring that winter coat. All right. It's be nice and, so nice and icy out there. We'll see if we can all get in one together. Um, what what are we getting into here? I always feel like I never know where to go on underdog. We're uh, trying to get into the gonna, wild card. It's gonna be the wild card. Um, Ooh, I have thirteen dollars in my account. Perfect. That'll work for one. All right. Let me at least know when you're ready. I'm going to enter one in first because okay. if I have to do two at the same time, I'll do two. But, um, all right. Are you guys ready? I'm, ready. I'm good. <laughs> all right. Give me a second. I'm entering four more to start. Go. Three more to start. I'm in. Fetching Underdog. Your, fetching your draft. Two more to start. All right. All right, come join us. If you are new to Underdog, what should they use? If you are new to Underdog, you should head on over to UnderdogFantasy.com and you should sign up and deposit with promo code OTM. Yes, that's right. We're going to be partnering with Underdog this playoff best ball season. Anyone that goes over to Underdog makes a deposit. What kind of... What kind of they have a little deposit bonus going $100, on? $100 up to $100 uh, nice. for first time depositors will receive a $100 um, in underdog cash. Love it. So, anyone that's out there that is not yet on underdog, first off, you're in good hands here. We're going to be. We're going to be talking a lot of underdog over the course of the next. Well, pr probably more so starting in January, really, really leaning into it the first or final two weeks heading into the playoff season and we're going to have some other fun playoff stuff going on too, but make sure you, you get on over to underdog, get yourself set up, sign up with promo code OTM. We're going to be drafting. We're going to be drafting all winter here. And, uh, yeah. Justin's going to be teaching everyone how this stuff works. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is a little more than just your uh, traditional affiliate deal with the promo code. We um we've got we got a big thing planned for the playoffs with Underdog in partnership with them. So excited to roll that out. I think we'll probably have more information on that in the next week or so. Super pumped for the playoff stuff. Last last year on Underdog was the first year I was drafting the playoff teams and ended up ended up quite positive. So it was it was fun and man, every time you're on a stream with Justin doing playoff doing best ball anything, uh, you're always you're always learning a thing or two, which I always find pretty pretty fun. So appreciate you sharing that wisdom, Justin. 
Cheers. So for the playoff best ball last year, it was pretty cool because that's where people won the little rings. Um, so like little, you know, diamond square underdog rings for anyone that won one of the uh, playoff best ball contests. And uh, last year for the wild card, which is basically the same tournament we're entering right now, um, I think I lost by point point two points with Jamar Chase only getting like 34 yards or something in the Super Bowl. So I was tilting that away, did not get that ring, but still got a nice cash. So uh, we're hoping to run it back with this year, this tournament. All right. Where do we got? All right. We got Tej with Mahomes. We got Coop with Josh Allen. Torres 5'5". Five, five. What are you going to roll with? Oh, Jamar Chase went one overall. Dak there. This is an interesting one. I. Uh, Let's uh, we can go CD Tyreek. Um, I don't love these. Don't love it. No, I don't because Dak already went there. Can't go with the uh chase um <laughs> here. So I'll go Tyreek. Um thinking I can get like that Dallas, Miami, and Tua, and Waddle. Usually I'll fall a bit later on as well. All right, let's set up the queue to grab as many Cowboys. So, yeah, should we, should we talk through a little of, I mean, probably a couple of people here are. Yeah. Know how to, to play basketball, but for people watching it back, Little kind of oh wait, actually let me I'm gonna oh look at that. All right, little Mahomes, Travis Kelsey to start. It yes, is a I mean, very rare very rare combo to get. Um so don't screw it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean so so first off, for, for anyone who doesn't know the game, you end up how many people do we end up drafting? Ten people on a roster. Each week you're going to be starting a QB, one running back, two wide receivers slash tight ends and one flex spot and uh, you draft your team right now. And that is your team for the entire playoffs for this structure to uh, advance past the wild card. The first round, you need to finish first out of the six people that are in our draft. So me, TJ Coop and three others, one of the six of us will advance past. Then you need to finish. I think it's like two out of the top, like 12 or 13 or 15 or something like that uh, for the next round. But basically your points uh, are your points are not cumulative. You know, you basically have to each week is its own thing. You need to advance each week and then you get a clean slate and you need to advance again. So uh, the key really is the combination of how do you draft and take good enough players early on that you can advance past the early, you know, through the early rounds. But as well, you want to have as many people as possible in that Super Bowl matchup because that's where big prizes are. Yeah. Yeah, like one one of the things that's definitely interesting is with a team like the Eagles. So you're up, TJ. You, I'm taking Tony Pollard because Tony Pollard is great at football. Tony Pollard's so good. Every every week he just has these awesome touchdowns. But then you got to watch so like, him try to give the Zeke four times at the two yard line, then he gets stuffed. So Torres um, has started off with Dak. Um, I don't know why. Not letting me click on him to see a little weird functionality right now. Um, and then he took McCaffrey right after Dak. 
Yeah, so he's he got Dak Zeke McCaffrey. He's got the Zeke there at least. All right, I'm. I could maybe wait on the to uh um. All right, I'm definitely gonna grab Waddle now. I'm going to grab Dalvin and hope that Tua falls to me because I have Tyreek, because I have Waddle. Likely someone else isn't going to want to take Tua by himself. And uh, since I don't have a, you know, I only have one cowboy, it helps to get another person in the NFC. So we'll grab Dalvin here and hope Tua falls. And now because I grabbed one Dalvin, I'm going to also. Start getting some backup stack partners here. Oh, and Tua goes right away. <laughs> to the guy that to the guy that has Dak. Sometimes. So the guy that the guy one. that has Dak is definitely jacking things up for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but grabbing yeah, with grabbing Dalvin, now I can maybe at least backdoor cousins and kind of still get a stack there. Um yeah. one of the interesting things with these drafts is the sharper the people you're drafting against, the better off you're you are. Because if everyone is drafting for their own stacks, you may have a couple teams that are like fighting over the same players. Like Torres still could have gone and grabbed Cowboys and like that would have been in his best interest, even though it's competing against me and that's fine. Um, but when you start just kind of randomly picking and ruining people's stacks, it it honestly like just hurts everyone. Uh, what is this light mode nonsense? That's a very good question, Stogie. Uh, because so... <laughs> I could explain it. <laughs> Justin's um, always a light mood guy. No, yeah. no, no, no. Wait, no, no. actually, I have a qu- question here because I'm about the draft. What, what, what? Should I, I not I take Pacheco? Like, is yeah, Jared I, McKinnon just going to be the guy? I was about to take Pacheco. <laughs> no, I can't. I mean, Pacheco still had more I, carries, and at least through, like for the, I think he had eight carries when McKinnon had zero. Yeah. So, like the the main who's about to swipe them from me i spoke i don't, I don't honestly don't know who to take here i'm, I'm Pacheco's pretty... the main running ba- the main like rusher Henry's mckinnon's bad, gonna be but... the main pass catcher going for it i'm just gonna take henry but he's to your to... question ah because i have to have Streamyard on two different browsers so i don't have to log in and out when i'm with these guys i'm on um whatever this oh microsoft edge is and then i normally use chrome for the etr streams so this is the first time that i've been an underdog on edge and so i literally had to log in and stop and i didn't have yeah oh so you're fully converted dark mode guy now um almost all my stuff is dark mode nice i've definitely like noticed a significant difference once i made that full change my microsoft word and stuff is still like light mode but like twitter and underdog like they're all dark mode all right what are we looking at here so now i can get the cousins here because that's pretty much the last QB that I really have an option on. Um, and then I'm going to start going for uh, the Gallup just now look no longer is actually that valuable to me. Um, let's grab Mark Andrews. Marky Mark. Uh, but yeah, I'm realizing that in Edge, the functionality is not all the same because I can't actually like see my team even by clicking on any of these. Oh, what? 
Yeah, so like weird. if I'm clicking, I'm clicking that, on these and nothing's happening. That seems crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's pretty broken. <laughs> but I mean, it is a definitely an edge use case. You'd call it. Oh, this freaking guy! Because nobody, I'm sure, uses oh, edge. one in Gallup. Yeah, no one uses edge. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he has Dak. He has Zeke. True. I'll just take Schultz now. Yeah, Schultz had ten targets today. Schultz, he's solid, solid player. Let. Led the team in targets. Like, I wish I could. This is silly. I can't even click on your guys' teams to see how you're doing. Um, it also is actually. Do I just happens. do I just take Singletary here? Like, I literally have the Buffalo onslaught, so I assume I I do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing with the Buffalo right now is you basically just have to draft as if they're not going to get the buy because there's enough people that are drafting in that situation, either Buffalo or Kansas city, that one of them is going to get the buy. One of them is not. And whoever doesn't, there's going to be a ton of monster teams like that. Yeah. And so if you're oh, trying yeah. to play, like I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm go my team that I'm drafting right now will be dead. If Kansas city gets the buy. Yeah. Right. And that's fine. Same. And now, same I mean, it, same. My Eagles, Buffalo team is dead too. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But that, that's going to happen. But right. if the problem is, if you start hedging for it, what happens is, okay, maybe, your team did get the buy and you're maybe able to survive, but like there's a ton of teams that then also advanced that went full on slot and you're just, you know, uphill. Um, uh, I am tilting so hard that I can't even see who's on my team right now. I have my phone up to maybe be able to you, see. You're, uh, you, you got Cousins, Cook, CD yeah. Lamb, Hill, Waddle, Andrews. Ready, Torres? You're gonna grab a. What are you, you gonna do, Torres? <laughs> Thielen had a good game today. Hawkinson's still been strong. He goes Saquon. All right, so I'm gonna go Hawkinson to keep my Minnesota stack going. But because hey, Kirk isn't that great of an offensive player, and I grab Mark Andrews, um, I'm gonna go with the Hawkinson. And the Lamar. Um, all reports look like Lamar is going to be good for the playoffs. They can kind of rest him another week or two. Even if they lose this week, I think they're still 98% to make the playoffs. Um, and my favorite part about these drafts, there's a guy who has not been being drafted this entire tournament. That is a just absolute smash spot for Baltimore. And we saw it today. J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> J.K.? J.K. all the way? <clears throat> he looked he looked pretty good today. He didn't have the explosiveness in that one big run to really get loose, but um, overall, mm. like... I was going to take it. Hey, Coop, Man. can you name... You're a Pittsburgh fan. Can you name, I don't know, a, start, a wide receiver that is starting on Baltimore right now? <laughs> yeah, I definitely cannot. I have no no idea who 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 they're playing on wide receiver. I, I barely got to see the game today, but I did see the stuff that I did see. Dobbins definitely looks solid. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know who he was throwing to out there. Rob, some dude named was it some dude named Robinson or something like that. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Robinson, uh, old old Kansas City Chief. He's actually maybe their number one. Yeah, Devin he seemed DuVernay. like he was getting open, so it was clearly that right. dude. Uh, Devin Devernay is the other, but like. It's it's ugly because yeah, no Bateman. Um, 
They never really did anything to really give themselves a number two uh, guy. Yeah. Oh, I could go to the trap. There we go. Oh, you were you weren't like in the. Draft I wasn't in the, the full draft mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see. I see. That makes more sense. All right, here's our Not draft board bit. for all of you at home. Torres is the walk with a wonk with a wonky draft, but the, but here's what's most challenging with these wonky drafts when a player does this: like their chance of winning the tournament is virtually none because they can't even get like a five person team in the championship. But their chance of getting through the the first round is probably through the roof. Yeah, but they're probably yeah. the favorite at the end of this to advance past our first round. It's like a um, it's like a prisoner's dilemma kind of setup where they're they're basically tanking everyone. Yeah, um, and like. It's finishing one out of six, and then you usually money. So, like, I don't know. Even if you try to play for that, it's still never going to be profitable. Like, you really need to have the top heavy teams. Also, who uh, who took Dobbins? <laughs> Coop. No, not me. Variant. Variant. Yeah. Let me check. What's the rest of your team look like? Variant. You've got a Cincinnati stack. Dobbins Wait, so each so play. each week I only have to play one running back? Correct. Yeah, you could uh, one quarterback, like you... one one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, and then one anything. Flex. One yep. flex. Okay. Exactly. I think I'm going with a little basically go with a Chiefs onslaught and then a sprinkle of NFC teams to go along with them. So this, that I can have like a four-one setup. Basically, basically, our team is the exact same. Sub my Bills for your Chiefs, oh. essentially. Then mm-hmm. a bunch of randomness after that. What is the score of the game tonight? Um, this elephant, someone. Still ten-seven. If the Chargers win tonight, they go to like a. Oh, 15. you're on the clock right now. You know that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna oh, take okay, Moster. Okay. I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna take Eckler. Um, because if Chargers. Oh, you're saying what was the score tonight? Yeah, it's ten seven, and the Chargers, Chargers driving. They go to fifty eight percent if they win tonight. Um, this feels like last of, year. Chargers, the sneaky one last year, and then they got in. Or no, they yeah, didn't get. Yep. In. Or did they not get in? I forget which one it was. They're eighty percent. They're eighty percent if they can get two wins. Yeah, I'm gonna take Eckler just for because the rest of the running backs are all really ugly, and I could have used another running back after Wilson got. Should we do one more, TJ? Do you need to you need to add another dollars on there? <laughs> I'll, oh yeah, I'll need a deposit. Promo right, this, is, this is going to be the winning team. It's going to be the Chiefs onslaught. It's going to be Mahomes, to Kelsey, up. and Juju, and I guess someone else. MVS, Mahomes, Kelsey, Juju, Pacheco, and it's going to and it's going to be a Chiefs Eagle Super Bowl, and Kenneth Gainwell on the bring back is going to be. The guy. Why not Boston Scott? Where is he at? I don't see him. Oh, I have the stock. I don't have I don't have like ETR rankings. No, that's not or... ETR ranks. You just gotta search for him. I just typed in Scott. Uh oh. 
Well, I guess he just has a later ADP. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> yeah, he's just never been drafted. <laughs> he's never been. Does anyone? He doesn't even play, does he? Gainwell. Gainwell's. Uh, he, he got a touchdown today well, and had like six carries. That was in garbage, garbage time. time. That was garbage time, yeah. But yeah, yeah. They, they put in the garbage time and then they were right down the field and scored. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's That hurts Jalen Hurts' MVP candidacy. Yeah, yeah, right. He doesn't even have to finish games. I don't even. Who's your backup quarterback? I just took my hopes. No, no, Eagles. He's talking about Eagles. Eagles. Oh, oh. Who cares? <laughs> if they lose, the hurts, um, they're dead. Who is it? That is it Sudfield? Um, I had the game off by the time. Ian Book. Notre Dame, Ian Book? I remember having Ian Book in either a Ian preseason Book. or something, but I think that's who it is. I just need a uh, Buffalo Seattle Super Bowl there, and that'd be uh locked in. Locked in for all the money if that happens. Or maybe Ian Brook. No. Ian Book is the third string quarterback. Come on, chat. Help us out here. Stogie's there. He'll know. I'm pulling up the depth chart. All right. It is. Oh, it is Gardner. Okay. Gardner Minshew. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got Minshew. Minshew is the goat. (laughs) All right. TJ, you load up. Want me to do one more? Yeah. I'm good whenever. I've done a couple of these, as you can see. <laughs> Maxon. I'm. I won't be able to because there's not enough spots left. All right, let me do it on my phone first. Um, let's see how many there are. Five more to start. Go, go, go. Boom. Yeah, there you go. All right, Roger Harridge. Minshew. Um. How do you guys feel that like this, the NFC could come down to like San Francisco, Philly, but big cock Brock plays for San Francisco. Like you guys don't have big dick Nick anymore and they got big cock Brock. I know it is a little scary. I mean, the dudes clearly, clearly got it going on. I mean, so before that's Jimmy went down, them, right? They, they, that's that's what they're calling them in the locker room. Yeah, yeah. Before and Jimmy we've went seen, down, we've I seen had... we've seen that that in itself can win championships. Nikki <laughs> Foles, apparently. That and praying. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean we. So before Jimmy G went down, I had San Francisco as what I thought was like the best team in the NFC. Um, like literally better than the Eagles. Uh, a lot of the Vegas ratings had it that way as well. Um, and God, it was so disappointing when Jimmy G goes down, but like, (laughs) they know how to use their Brock. Um, (laughs) no, Brock is really good at letting other people do the work. He, yeah. Um, I don't know where we're going with this. What's, what's, what's the deep, the Debo situation is it was his ankle or or what was it that bad? It looked bad. It looked really bad. I think, I think it was, well, both legs looked like it hurt. One of them looked like a knee. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to, uh, I didn't get a chance to see the play, but I saw everybody on Twitter talking about it. That, that seemingly is a massive, that's a, that's a big hurt. Yeah, it's going to be highly concentrated. Th- uh, no, don't do notifications. Okay. Um, 
Wow, look at you guys. One, two. I don't like Influencer one, two. It's it's tough to kind of start off with any of the three quarterbacks. You really just got to hope, I guess, that you're not getting the buy with Allen or Mahomes. Um, yeah, like how can you even build like Hurts? T- I guess you can, but it's just it's tough. It's really tough. So, like, I did one earlier today. Did we actually end up seeing these play out last year? Like, what? Like, were the – did you have, like, this nut team at the in the final round to win? So, the last year was – so, Rams and Bengals was the Super Bowl. And in most contests, if you went heavy on those two, um, there was one week where neither of the two teams did that much. Uh, Bengals beat the Titans in a really ugly game. Rams, I think Cooper Cup had a good game, but that was it. And I think that might have been the same weekend, or maybe it was the weekend after that Gabe Davis went off for like 40 points. Gabe Gabe ruined a bunch of stuff because because of that game, basically. Right. So then it led to, it was really difficult for like you to have those two as the stack partners and then also a one-off Gabe Davis or something. Right. So like in some of the smaller tournaments, like there was a team that had like literally the nuts um, because he got lucky, like somehow advanced through the person who had a Gabe Davis also had a crap team and such. Um, But neither of the two one seeds that got by this last week, last year advanced the Super Bowl. So I think that's what will make it interesting is if one of those, how many people got through with those stacks? Yeah. Talk to me. What are you doing? I think I'm going to take Justin Jefferson. Set up for a little. Then I can probably get Dalvin on my next pick. Yeah. I'll probably Seems take Dalvin, sense. but it's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, you probably will take Pollard and Dalvin. Um, <laughs> take Gabe. You gotta take Gabe. Nah, because I don't. I hate the Gabe. He's so he's only what? ranked here. He's only ranked here. He's because gonna, of the Josh Allen stack. So it's yeah, the he's most gonna get him back. Stack that I think is just mm. so heavily overrated. Um, so you just purpo- purposefully fade it. I've kind of been doing that. So I will grab Pollard. Man, and now you guys killing me. <laughs> Who you got? Coop? I got the Dallas stack. Oh, you can take Zeke, baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I could go Zeke. Jesus. <laughs> or I can get a little crazy, and I'm thinking like nobody wants to go Miles Sanders when they grab like at this position. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna do this and think like, hey, like Buffalo Philly. It's no one's gonna have like a huge perfect stack for Buffalo Philly, but maybe I can with this lineup get enough points to advance in a funky one. Just need a couple pieces, yeah. Yeah, TJ's like, I like that because I got Dalvin. That's the only thing. I do like that because I got Dalvin. Let's go. He doesn't care. (laughs) I needed needed that Dalvin. Round out the squad. Uh, great Kabuki gets Jalen and AJ Brown, but like it's it's such a pretty stack. 
but uh, an uphill battle to advance out of the first round. Very, very uphill battle. Wait, for who? For Kabuki. Because he's got Jalen and AJ, who are yeah. both highly likely going to be on bye. So now yeah. you've got to devote draft capital to a second quarterback. And depending on when you do it, like, yeah, so already having to use the quarterback here and now the opportunity to get like your – he'll probably get Mixon or Higgins here, but is going to be struggling at like quality wide receivers. Eckler stopped at like the one here. I was going to ask, what's the latest in the game? Fourth and goal. Looks like Eckler just got stopped at like the one. Right, Herbert on. racking up the uh, the yards in a 10 7 game. He has 222 passing yards. Herbert does? Yeah. Eckler seven receptions already, seven for sixty-three on through the air. Wow! Wow! Twenty-nine pass attempts in the first half. Yeah, he's throwing it around like crazy. And two is three for fourteen. I saw that. Yeah, as oh, I'm drafting a Miami stack, I was just that is not good. As I have a ton of Jalen Waddle, he's one of my highest owned, definitely like my highest owned like early player in best ball. All right, TJ coming back. He's got his Casey Minnesota stack going. He's yeah. probably got his eye on Juju. I got Juju in the QQ. <laughs> uh, Seabrom's just going to – look at this. And I'm going to get Gabe falling back uh, to me. You are going to get Gabe. Well, I was going to say Gabe, gonna Gabe now, back. right? Yeah, now I will. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a nice little Gabe on the comeback. And I'll get single tear. Gallup? Single, oh, single yeah. tear, yeah. Yeah, so basically I picked up kind of a free Miles Sanders. Any thoughts on Singletary versus Cook in general? Um, I mean, James Cook really just had that one good game last week. Um, didn't have that much usage this week. I think he's you know, probably like a more explosive back, more explosive pass catcher. But we just haven't seen enough of it this year. And when you're, you know, when the money's in the line, you're in the playoffs – I think they're just going to have a little more trust with Singletary. So, like, I probably want to get Cook on this team, um, but I've got Singletary, like, a, a little gap ahead. I guess good time to plug. Um, yeah, if anybody is an ETR subscriber, um, I've got an article on there that kind of goes to the strategy aspects of all this. Um, and Eckler gets a touchdown. Uh, strategy aspects for playoff best ball and actual ranks that'll be updated I think every Tuesday um, for playoff best ball. There's Lacklatuddy. TJ got a strong KC Minnesota going. Coop, what are we working with here? We got the deck. I got Dallas Miami with a little bit of big dog in there too. That's a strong value on the Henry, which even if like you only get a game or so out of yeah, him. Yeah, it was just like staring me in the face, basically. I was like, all right, I'll take him. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it because, I mean, yeah, you'll probably be able to grab. Um, it keeps getting out. You'll probably be able to grab like a Jeff Wilson or Raheem Mostert, which will help you in the later rounds. Yep, but I got I got Wilson starred. 
early rounds, Henry's definitely solid there. Traylon Burks is another one that um, I like from a last round kind where we know that he's going to be in the playoffs, has highly weekly upside. I think he was going to break out in the game that he got the touchdown and the concussion. So I um, think I'm just like hammering the rest of Dallas here, right? Gallup and Schultz and just like hoping. Yep, and then get, grab a Miami yeah. player too. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, I'm also going to be trying to get some Dallas, but no, no, no. Yeah, all, all, all good. I do think it's like important that for people that are watching this that are like, what the heck are these guys doing? I, I think yeah. you are aiming for the full stacks because you're trying to take it down, right? We're playing playing to win the top prize, which means you need the Super Bowl matchup, essentially. So no point in trying to get like too cute or too fancy. TJ. <laughs> oh, did you want to? I mean, Diva can't you know follow it. I think Debo's dead. He, he's literally done. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> he Jesus just said that. Christ. <laughs> I, oh, no. That's such a good team going, too. Oh, it seemed too good to be true, obviously. I literally knew that. I was just not paying attention. Um, he's dead. <laughs> oh. Debo. This team is going to be tough. To get it's out dead. of the first round, but I like the Buffalo Philly if it's somehow. I got Josh Allen, I got Pollard, Sanders, and Singletary, Gabe Davis, Dalton Schultz, Dallas Goddard. I'll probably just go heavy with wide receiver tight ends the rest of this draft, just trying to get enough points in that first so, round. So in this so in this mm. situation, are are you are you thinking of a QB in the in the last round, potentially, in the case that Josh Allen does get the buy, like to get nah. that some, something for the first week, or it doesn't matter if he gets the buy, you're dead. If he gets the buy, so these are what I have to fight against. One is I'm losing Devin Singletary and I'm losing Gabe Davis. I already don't have Sanders or Goddard. So if Buffalo gets the buy, my team has one, two, three, four, five. Literally, my other five guys would all have to smash and advance out of the round. Yeah. Um, extremely unlikely, not to mention that all those players are like late round draft picks as well. Yeah. So I'm just accepting that going to get the buy with this. And if they do, then it's dead. $10, whatever. Yep. Makes sense. Got to play for that upside. Yeah. The, uh, the late, Late round wide receivers and stuff have gotten a lot uglier today with Tampa and Seattle losing. Um, yeah, like you're losing that those the Godwin Evans Metcalf DK Lockett, Lockett like, Kenneth Walker. Yeah, right. It's like if those teams get into the playoffs, you know who you want to pick. But now they now who knows? Don't feel as good about it anymore. And yeah, geez, with it's gonna be. It's pretty concentrated, the options, I feel like. Yeah. Wait, so what is a – what they just scored – oh, yeah, Chargers just scored, you said, right? So I think I – Yeah, Eckler just scored. Yeah, so – What are you thinking, Tej? Uh, Hawkinson. Yeah, has to be. Uh, Hawkinson Thielen, yeah. probably, right? 
That's what I got lined up, yeah. yeah. Wait, what the hell just happened? Oh, man, did I, def- I definitely just literally stone cold missed my pick. <laughs> he took Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he yeah, did. I was like, what the heck is going on? Oh, my Kirk Cousins. I was trying, that's why I was looking. I was clicking. Now I see why the, the, the value, the negative value of, of on stream drafting. <laughs> we're drafting Debo. We're missing picks. Oh my God. I actually like the way this team was looking too. That's totally <laughs> in that whole team. I was going to pick freaking Eckler there. Oh my uh, God. Eckler will be there in the next one. But... I know, but it's still such a waste. I'm now <laughs> adding another bet that Seattle makes the playoffs. Double down. These are so fun to do. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, like, and none of you guys have rankings in, and it really doesn't matter. Like, you have a yeah, it really doesn't. It's just about the construction. players, right? Yeah. Um, like, so I've got the rankings that people could use and such, and I think they're helpful. Just like from a. I don't know, level setting where there might be value from an odds wise of late, like later in flyers. Something like a Gabe Davis is a good example. Like in my rankings, Gabe Davis is, I don't think he's in the top 20 or so. Um, and that was an opportunity where it was like, I think this is where we should be fading. Uh, the only reason he's getting drafted where he is is because people are like, I got Josh Allen. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna, just going to take a bill and yeah. All right, Coop, you got your Eckler. Final pick here. Yeah, you got strong where... running backs. You got an overall like pretty strong uh good squad. Like going into the playoffs team. Yeah, I mean that Kirk Cousin pick is making me very annoyed <laughs> to, to be honest. Wow, Coop's on full tilt. Love to just, see it. That was just like such a waste. I hear you. Uh I mean, I mean I'm just gonna pick like, up Mostert here, I think. But I got I look too at your team and I'm just like, this is a this is gonna be a hard team to beat in the first round. You got Henry, especially. Traylon dead? Was that? Traylon dead or is he coming back? You could pick him. No, he's, he'll be fine. He just got really badly concussed. I think he'll probably be back next week, the week after. Mm. Wow, nice. little Odell? Little Odell? Yeah. Is that a thing? He's drafted in a lot of drafts. I, I don't think I have thing? any of them. Um, How do we feel about Kadarius Tony? Kadarius <laughs> Tony's my favorite of the cheap. I mean, Hardman I like too, uh, just because Hardman was looking really good before he got injured. Yeah. But if someone's it, you think I'm, out, I mean, I'm going to be pretty thin at running back with just Dalvin and Pacheco. But oh, you missed out on McKinnon. I know, I missed out on McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah, but there's no running backs left right now. That's They're worthwhile. Exactly. Not. That's why yeah, I would have to do the Gainwell thing again. I'm not doing that twice. <laughs> Boston Scott. <laughs> Yeah, I could have balanced my range with Boston Scott there. Just hammer all the backup Philly running backs. Uh, All right. That's fun. The first two drafts of many. We'll be doing a lot more of those. Um, I think uh, the week or two before the playoffs actually start, I'll probably be doing some more like daily streams, bringing on some friends across the industry. Uh, Continue to talk through some of the strategy. Our best ball channel and the Discord is going to be filled with a lot of playoff best ball talk. Uh, just, you know, str- straight honest, this is my favorite style of kind of uh, fantasy football. Um, before even playoff best ball, it was just like playoff contests where you would like kind of choose different players, one from each team and such. And now we have the drafting format. 
Um, there's lots of innovation, I think, with the playoff kind of contest stuff. And it's my my absolute favorite time of year because I think from a strategy wise, combined with a watching the actual playoff because you pretty much watch every game. It's not like red zone where like, you know, you're missing some of the games and stuff. You're just watching their plays. Like you pretty much have the opportunity to watch every playoff game. So you know what your rooting interest is. I think it's so much fun throughout. But um I think the sweat is incredible like i totally agreed last year watching every game looking at your teams that you have like that that made it so interesting to me so i totally agree like you actually are seeing almost every snap of all the games in the playoffs which is pretty awesome best time of year it's upon us it's crazy to say that it is it is here a couple weeks couple weeks away and we'll be uh we'll be entering the playoff season so all right any final words for the people uh a little secret santa secret santa Hit him. Santa. Hit him with it. Yeah. So one more fun thing we're going to be doing in the Jolly Joker Discord. Probably going to be launching it tomorrow. I'm going to be out of flight and stuff. Um, but I think we'll probably try to get it out there tomorrow still. Um, but we're going to be doing a Secret Santa for within the Jolly Joker. Something just fun where um, you're going to, if you're interested, really optional. But if you're interested, you submit a form, you answer a couple of questions about yourself, things you're interested in, favorite teams and such. Um, and then we will give your information to someone else that submits and uh you will do the same and you'll receive someone else's and kind of just saying like hey buying a about a 25 dollar gift for someone else that's um participating in the secret santa um gives a couple weeks to kind of go buy presents and stuff uh but you know i think it's just going to be a fun way to kind of show creativity show uniqueness show coming to the fun spirit of the season um and just uh hey buying some buying and sending some gifts um i've done this once before with a large group and uh the i, I was you're never surprised to see the level of humor creativity um just overall um been being amazed by a couple of the things that we've seen uh so love it i think it's going to be a blast and we'll uh, be kicking that off tomorrow in the discord yeah, tis the season, man. I think it's time to spread some of those jolly vibes. Good, good thing to do in the Christmas season and the holiday season. So uh, excited for it for sure. Gonna be that fun. said. If you're in in and around AC, we will uh, would love to catch you guys tomorrow. Like we said, we'll be uh, we'll be over at the Tropicana and looking forward to uh, seeing everybody talking to everybody in the Discord. Otherwise, have a good rest of your Sunday, TJ. Any final words? Send us out. Nope. Talk to everyone tomorrow. Be back in the morning for the review show. Tune in. Another good week. Tune in to the Rumble Review Show. If you got a lineup that's pretty trash, feel free to send it over to TJ. He's going to do some roasting tomorrow morning. And with that, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Everyone have a good night. Talk to you later.